Hello, my Courageous Beauties. Welcome back to another episode of Courageous Beauty Podcast. This is Wisdom Wednesday, and I am your host, Crystal. And again, I'm here with my special guest. He's always special to me. He's my husband, Benny. Hello. Thanks for joining again, babe. I'm back, and I'm better. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right, so (laughs) this episode is going to be called No Mask Required, because we're going to get into that, right? So I'm going to go in, as I normally do. And give a little synopsis of what we're talking about, and then we'll just freeform after that. It's pretty lengthy, but we're gonna get to it. So, no mass required um, lets us know that there's no mass in worship, because the thing is, God wants us to come to Him naked and even afraid, if that is our truth. John four twenty four in the King James Version says, "God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth." Uh, and we talked about broken vessels. Um, last episode so you'll hear fragments of that sprinkled through this as well because it it mirror it it, it kind of basically just kind of is like continuation if you will so as broken vessels to begin with god comes and wraps us up in his love and his holy spirit on the inside of us he makes us whole by mending all the broken pieces of our lives although there is still a breaking away that happens as we discussed before when God, when we're covered by God, but without him, we would completely fall apart, right? With God and in God, he keeps all of our fragments together while simultaneously allows our brokenness to fall by the wayside. Now he allows pieces of us that no longer support the foundation he has created for us to fall away from us while he holds together with what we think are just scraps, But God continues to use those areas that were broken to make us whole in him so that his glory is revealed. That's why no masks are required in God's presence, because he has already seen our nakedness anyway. And in fact, he created us to come into this world with it. And we will leave this world symbolically naked, meaning there might be clothing on the corpse, but used to to house our soul. But hey, We will be with him and our corpse will return to the dust of the earth with without being able to take anything with it. So when we are in God, his presence, we don't need to bring anything extra with us. We don't need to bring our titles, our money, our pride, no ego, no mask. We are in this broken vessel mended by the wholeness of God. He requires no facade to hide ourselves. No. and, And in fact, Take Adam and Eve. When they sinned, they hid from the Lord and tried to cover their nakedness because they were made aware only after that they sinned that they were naked. They had no clue. God asked them because it didn't matter. God asked Adam where he was, but not necessarily where he was physically, but spiritually because God could feel a shift in the spirit realm that would cause Adam to hide. So that causes God to want to find the real you. Right. So when we fall, we try to hide or we try to, you know, put put ourselves in isolation or whatever your mechanism is that you your or I should say your response is after you do something. God's trying to find the real you. So don't put a mask on and go hide behind your situations and all of that. We'll get more into that. But no mask required in a time of uncertainty and a time of wearing masks for protection over the last two years with everything that has been going on. Right. 
But when we go into our security of our secret place with our heavenly father, our loving and heavenly father, we need to present ourselves in his presence just like we are. We do not need to come with we we do not need to come with anything but humility, gratefulness, thank, thanksgiving, first honoring him. But we can come to God with the truth about how we feel, about how we messed up, right? No mask required, no secret rooms to hide in, in the in the shadows to confess our sins, no need to shed blood to atone for our sins because Jesus already paid it all. We just need to verbally repent and ask God for forgiveness and really mean it in our hearts and work on that change. God's glory is revealed through our brokenness. So no longer do we need to hide those seemingly imperfect parts of our lives to get to God and back and bask in his presence. That's the whole reason that God rent the veil from the inner court and the holies of holies in the temple. Because at one point in the time, one point in time, like, you know, a lot of times in biblical times, uh, only the priest could go in, in the holies of holies on our behalf. And now I have access and so do you have access to the inner court at any time because he put his most prized possessions, which is his Holy Spirit on the inside of us. If we live our life without our mass or our performances, God can truly use who we are for his plan and purpose for our lives. A part of our no mass required is the fact that those that worship the Lord, as I said before, must do it in spirit and in truth. We can't be living a fairy tale and worship God if something isn't right. Just tell him, you know, just be open and honest. He wants to know. And listen, because our Heavenly Father is even concerned with the number of hairs on our head, then surely he'll care about my feelings, right? Because we are his reflection. Some of the very feelings that we have come from God. And I think people forget that we are his reflection and his image. So we can, we are love, we are peace, we are joy, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We can be kind, we can be hardcore, but we are his. We belong no matter what. We are his remnant. No mass required. Mm. Right? So, um, what do you got to say, Benny? Oh, uh, that was great. <laughs> um I kind of, okay, so when I think of no mask required, I, I imagine myself, right? Because I've been here quite a few times. Um, Like when you go in a church, it's kind of like, like for me, like, it's kind of like, you know, you don't know nobody. This may be for somebody, you know, also for somebody who, who trying to get close to God. Yeah. And they go to church. They don't really know what to do. They feel out of out of place. They don't feel like. They belong there. So at some point, I feel like the best way to cope with it, if you put on a mask, mm -hmm. you just pretend that you're not anxious. You pretend that you're not, you know, that you good, that you're not really going through nothing right now. So yeah. you put that mask on to hide yourself. When it's, I feel like God, as you keep going to church, and you keep getting closer and closer to God. You will realize at some point, if I don't take this mask off, I'm never going to get as close to God as I need to be, as I want to be. So as you begin to take that mask off, whatever it is, whatever identity you're trying to portray, you find yourself getting closer and closer to God and you're able to like really, really feel God on a different level. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. ultimately, God wants you to get to a place where you can worship him regardless regardless of where you at in life you know what i mean you don't have to be super perfect you don't have to be super good 
You don't have to memorize the Bible from cover to cover. You don't have to uh, be the best this, the best that. When right. you could take your mask off and be mm -hmm. vulnerable. Yes. Because that's what it is. You, you're hiding yourself. So you don't want to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So when you take that mask off and, and you could be vulnerable with God. Because I feel like if any, if you can't be vulnerable with nobody, you could be vulnerable, extra vulnerable with God. Because let's be honest, like you're not like when you when you worshiping God, it's, it's not you literally like you don't see God, right? Mm -hmm. You don't see him. You don't hear him in a way that you think you're going to hear him, but you don't hear him. You know what I mean? Talking back to you. You're not in front of him. So. You could be vulnerable to him as much as you need be, as much as you need to be. You could be in a private place, in your private, like in your living room. You could be in your car. You can be in your bedroom. You can be in a bathroom. God don't care where you at. You could be on the toilet. <laughs> Excuse me, but you could be on the toilet, you know, doing a number two. And you could be vulnerable with God at that moment. You know what I mean? God is always around. And he can see everything you do. He know everything you're going to do before you even do it. So it's almost like you can just take your mask off, take everything off and be completely naked and not feel ashamed. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. Christelle, she she uh, <laughs> she put her heart into this. I'm just adding a little bit. But um, everything you said was was great, love. And there's nothing I can really say to to um make anything better about this this is great this mm -hmm. is awesome amen yeah. it, it's you know and the thing about it is we we're having dialogue because we have been here where we've worn a mask and we yeah. hid behind our feelings and to even to a point where we were manipulated you know because we didn't really express our true selves and so i tell you there are so many different options, you know what I'm saying, to express yourself. There's social media outlets, there's podcasts, there's you can write, you can draw, you can dance, you can sing, whatever you need to do. But those gifts come from God. So <laughs> those out those opportunities come from him. And I think that we can use those as uh, try to fill a void that only God can fill. And 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 here's my thing, it's okay to have those outlets and you can have that expression, but the foundation needs to be with the Lord. Everything we do, we must represent him. And when you're wearing a mask and you're behind social media and you just have this persona that everything is okay when it's really not, mm -hmm. who are you really hurting? You know, you're hurting yourself and you really could be hurting the image of God because he wants you to be you because you are the way that you are because he created you the way that you are mm. for a purpose and a plan, a greater purpose than your life, because this life is not our own. And so the fact of the matter is when you have a certain type of personality and say you are gifted in the area of being able to reach people, he don't want you to be fake to those people either because he sent those people directly to you. You, you, you We are designed to cross paths with certain people in our lives. And although yeah. we are not God and we're not Jesus that's going to save them, he can put the anointing on us that that attraction that you attract a certain crowd of people and maybe you have charisma. Benny is very charismatic, so he can he's very quiet, but he can also be in a room and make someone laugh. And that's just a gift. Right. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, 
certain type of people that are maybe, you know, that enjoy laughing. He'll, he, or maybe someone that may be going through, he'll track a certain type of person and they will get fed from what, what the God that is in him, just as well as people will get fed with the God that is in you. So that's why we have to be careful with living a double life. You know, you have to be careful with being one way in, in, in one arena and another way in another. Yeah. Now, there's a thin line with this because people will say, well, I know how to turn it on and I know how to turn it off or uh, quote unquote code switching. Right. And, you know, in in corporate America, you may talk a certain way with your friends, but then you talk another way with your family then you talk another way with your coworkers and you talk another way with your boss. Now, seemingly there's nothing wrong with that, but don't get lost in all of that without truly knowing who you are and how God has created you to be. Because when you go to him, he don't care about how you talk to your family. He don't care about how you talk to your coworker or your boss. He want he want to see you. He want to he wanna hear how you're going to talk to him. That's really all that matters. And all of those other relationships and all those other arenas that you need to be, those different hats that you wear, will manifest the, what, what exactly you need to be successful all across the board. Mm. And so that's where we need to get fed through the word of God to truly know who we are and find our identity. Our identity is in Christ. And when we mm. know that our identity is in Christ, we don't have to worry about what the enemy says about us and the lies that he tells us in our ears about us all day. Oh, you'll never make it. Oh, you're nothing. Oh, you can't read. Oh, you can't write. Oh, you struggle. You this and that. You know what? The fact of the matter that some of those things may be true. Mm. You may have had struggles and God knows that. And that could be the very area he wants to use you at. But because you're you're not telling the whole truth to God. And here's the thing. It's not that God has amnesia. It doesn't mean it's not that he doesn't know you have these issues, but he needs to know that, you know, no matter with that issue or not, he can still use you. Mm. He can still manifest his glory in you. And, 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 and because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Moses, take Moses, for example, he had a stuttering problem. But he, but, but God told him, I want you to speak to my people. And he's like, Lord, but what about my speech? He's like, you think I don't know about your speech? Okay, cool. Use Aaron then. You ain't getting out of this. Yeah. You're, you're not getting out of this. And so the mass that he tried to throw up, he tried to throw a mass up to God and say, oh, what about my, my speech? No, I don't care about that because this is not what we're here for. And guess what? You never know. It could have been a person in the crowd that, that, was stuttering too. And they're like, wow, if God can use him, he could use me. Yeah. See what I'm saying? This is why you don't have to hide your flaws. You don't have to hide your flaws to God. And what we call a flaw, uh, you know, that's what society would say. If something doesn't seem perfect or doesn't look picture perfect, or you're not a supermodel or whatever, there's always going to be something someone else points out that they think is wrong. And in actuality, it's a mass that's also a mess as well, because if they point out what's wrong with you, they don't have to deal with what's wrong with them. Yep. You know, and, and then if you keep there's a scripture, I don't know where it said it says you got to take the speck out of your own. Eye, I mean, the boulder out of your eye so you can see the speck in your brother's eye. And that lies into faults and sin and things, you know, with that. Passing you, judgment. Yeah. Passing judgment. And so 
all of these are different masks that people wear. So we can talk about the context of wearing a mask, you know, when you're in work and worship, but you can be wearing a mask in your daily life and literally breathing in your own condemnation and, and, and sitting in conviction because you live in a lie. You're not embracing your own truth. Yeah. And so it's so many levels to this because, you know, I could be one way with my family, but then, you know, I could be professional. So it's not like it's a wrong thing. It's just there is a there is a language that you're going to carry when it's your family, because why they know you, you're vulnerable. But then my thing is, what's wrong with just being me? Even in a professional environment, if you're if you can draw a line to who you are, you should be who you are wherever you go. And if you don't feel like you can be who you are wherever you go, then fine tune it. Because why do I have to put on the front? Why do I have to put on this mask to feel accepted or to to follow a status quo? Now, professionalism, you don't want to be cussing everybody out. That's just common sense. You're probably not going to have a job very long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the point is, be true to thy own self. And I don't even know if that's actually a scripture, but I've always heard that. But be true to yourself and be true to God, because that's where it all matters. That's that's exactly where it all matters. He 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 there the, the way the temple was built, there was the outer court. There was the. Um, inner court and then there was the holies of holies and there was a veil there that behind the veil was where the presence of God rested because the uh, mercy seat was there and the ark of the covenant was there and the priests during that time they had they couldn't have any sin in them if they had sin in them first of all the way that they were dressed they had to have a rope tied around them and if there was any sin in them they would literally die in behind the behind the veil that's how serious it was as they was going to go atone for sins and bring a blood sacrifice to to god so someone would have to pull them out which is the reason why they had to have that rope there so i tell you we don't we don't have to worry about that in particular because jesus already paid the ultimate price he as soon as he died the veil rent and it was symbolic of removing that so we can have access. And why I say this is because, um, you know, there are certain religions or whatever, where you have to go to a priest to confess your sins. Now the Bible does tell you to confess your sins one to another. And this is so that you can hold each other accountable and you can help one another bear the burdens. But to me, that's wearing a mask because why do I need to go to another person wholeheartedly just to get my sin confessed when now I have access to God myself and and not saying that we shouldn't have the assembly of one another with like believers that is necessary to be uplifted and to lift up you know edify one another but the point I'm trying to make is when you take off your mask you can have a personal relationship with God and you can enter into the holies of holies yourself by worship and worship is not asking for something from God it's literally praising him and standing in awe, having a, having a position of worship to him for just for he, who he is worshiping him for who he is. That's worship. And you need to do it with no mass. You need to do it without your titles, your degrees, your money, your ailments, anything. 
So a church mass, pretty much. Yes. I think it's say having a form of godliness for denying the power thereof. Yes. Like how the Pharisees were. They had a lot of issues, but they wore a mask to make themselves appear that they more than who they are. Yeah. And with God, you don't have to do that. God will actually... I feel like God will accept... Well, how can I say this? I feel like God arms open up more when you just admit that you're just wrong about stuff. Yep. You could be having on a mask of ego and pride. And can't nobody say nothing to you. God himself can't even say nothing to you. But the moment you take off that that ego, that pride, and you can say, God, look, I'm just sorry. I'm wrong about things. I repent. I want to change. I don't know what to do. I don't I don't I don't I don't even know where to go. I don't know what direction I should go. Just steer me in the right direction. Cause as much as I wear this mask like I know it all, like I have it all, I don't know nothing in comparison to you. Amen. I, I, I'm not smarter than you. I can't think better than you. God be my king and be my mm. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Be my savior because I don't I don't have it. As much as I portray to people, I don't. I'm. I'm really afraid out of my mind. Wow. I'm really scared. I feel really weak. I don't feel mm. as strong as I do. Mm. So, when you say those things to God, you're just opening yourself up, and you being ultimately um, vulnerable yes. to your core because you can't. You can run from people. You can put on a mask. Yep. You can do this and that. You cannot escape God. I don't mm-hmm. care whether you want. You can. A person can be an atheist their whole entire life. But yeah. at the end of the day, you're still going to have to answer to God some type of way. Yeah. Some type of way, you're going to have to answer to God some type of way. You know, so mm-hmm. you as a believer begin to take those masks off because sometimes we could wear a whole bunch of like Chris, Chris Dow said, we could wear a whole bunch of different masks. I could wear a mask at work. I could wear a mask at church. Mm-hmm. All of it is, is pretty much used to just hide yourself from people because mm-hmm. maybe you don't feel that good within yourself. So let me put on this mask of meanness, toughness. Mm-hmm. Let me put on this mask of aggressiveness because something our uh, pastor told us before, he said some things is just the tip of the iceberg. Yes. So a person can be on a surface level really mad, really upset about something, really aggressive, but deep down in the core Underneath all that glacier and everything, they're really torn apart. Mm-hmm. They're really hurt. And the only way they know how to express pain is by inflicting pain on others. Mm. You know? Wow. Really, they just need a hug. And really, they need somebody to just be understanding of them. Yeah. But depending on how your life is, you may not have found people like that. Mm. That will that will be understanding to you. So you have to be aggressive. Or you have to be... You know, the, the wittiest, the pettiest of them all. Like, you know what I mean? I have to, if you do something to me, I got to do something back 10 times worse. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, at the end of the day, for me, the whole subject matter is is taking off your mask. It's like coming home. It's like coming home from work. You take off your uniform. You take off your crusty socks. You know what I mean? <laughs> You put your you put your stuff over there to the side, and you might take a shower, or you just might lay down. And you just be like, "All right, I can finally relax. I don't have to be the best employer. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be the best 
boss. I don't have to be the best employee. I don't have to be the best in this. I don't have to be the best janitor. I don't have to be the best nurse. I don't have to be the best doctor. Like, that's how God wants you to do. He wants you to take all those roles off and just chill in him. Mm. You know what I mean? Just, 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 just be one with him. Amen. You know what I mean? And you can take your mask off and just be yourself, be vulnerable. You know, Amen. that's what I'm learning more and more in my journey with God. Like, you know, cause I grew up as like an introvert guy. So I understand the whole mask concept. But really, I didn't want to like be like a person that wear many faces with all these different layers just because, you know, the things I went through as a child, you had to learn to protect yourself and guard yourself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people, even people that's like really, really narcissistic and sarcastic, they're using that to build up these walls like they trying to hide themselves from something. Pretty much putting on a mask. Exactly. I'm hiding in plain sight. You can't even see me. Mm-hmm. You don't even know me. You know, and I used to for for years, even sometimes even now, I have a hard time looking into somebody's eyes during like communication because it's like I may see something in you and you may see something in me that neither one of us want to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it to me, it's weird. I always been that way as a kid too. Like I look at somebody in their eyes and I'd be like, oh, I want to look the other way. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's funny, but it's not. And I know why I'm like that. But that just goes back into the, let me put this mask on to make it seem like I'm okay, I'm all right. And then when people start being able to notice you, that you front and behind that mask, it becomes even more intimidating. Because yeah. now you're like, damn, I can't even hide who I really am anymore. Nope. I, can't, I can't hide. Nope. But I think God will expose us. You'll literally start removing mm-hmm. veils out of our lives. Uh-huh. And won't allow those crutches and clutches that we use to hide who we are. Mm-hmm. He'll remove that. And that's part of the breaking away of the vessel, mm-hmm. you know, because he needs his glory to be revealed. And if you continue to wear the mask, how will his glory escape? How will his glory be revealed if he doesn't start breaking down those barriers? And he doesn't leave us broken. He builds us up from yeah. the inside out, you know. Yeah. And um, a couple other things that was that I thought about while Benny was speaking Mm-hmm. We we just we went through this pandemic. I mean, it's still going on, but I feel like it's coming. It's going to come to an end one day. But, you know, people are started getting more a little lax, not wearing their masks and stuff. And those mm. masks, those masks get uh, hot, you know, and, you know, get sweaty. You wear glasses, you get fog on them. And, you know, you it's symbolic of, you know, not being able really to see clearly. You have a mask on in the spirit. You can't really see clearly. Because you're not allowing God's vision to get into you. You're almost saying do not resuscitate. Because if you got your mask, your mask covers your face. It covers your mouth. So it covers the words that really need to come out. It covers your breath. God breathed the breath of life in us. And so if we continue to keep having these masks up, how can he continue to restore the breath of life that's in us? And how can we breathe out? what's in us. He said, rivers of living water should flow out of our belly, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. How can I get that out? If I constantly have a mask covering what I need to say, right? If I, if I have a, have a mask covering, you know, the glory that needs to come out of me, you know? So those are some things I was thinking about It's mm. it's interesting. Um, that's what I thought about when yeah. I talked, when I thought about no mask, because I was like, Oh, that'd be cute. 
play on, you know, the situation that's going on now. But really, God was showing me like it's really time. It's really a season of stripping away so that uh, so that he can rebuild what needs to be rebuilt. It's almost like a potter, you know, uh, trying to fix a clay pot. It just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning. It's, you got to keep it wet so that it can be, you know, tailor made to how he wants it to be. But, you know, if you constantly trying to do things your way, you're going to have some chips. You're going to have some dents. You're going to have some bruises and bumps along the way. So it's just easier to go ahead and be vulnerable, rip the bandaid off, do it, you know, at some point in your life. It's like if you don't do it, God's going to allow something to humble you. Yeah. That's what happened with the Pharisees, like Benny was saying. They wore masks because their whole thing was they were so smart. They knew the word, you know, the Torah. They they went to, and, and truthfully, they knew what the Bible said, but they lacked the heart. Yeah. They lacked, they la they had such a mask on that they didn't allow anything to come in. It was all about what they knew, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah. yeah, so I really, I really hope this helped you guys today. I mean, um something, something you know, it's light, but it's not, you know, and I, I really feel like it's important for us to start realizing where we are in our life to be a little bit more vulnerable. And you can have a mask on with yourself. You can not look yourself in the mirror. You cannot mm. be true and realize who you are. Yeah. You know, don't lie to yourself. If you know you got issues, you know, you got some things you need to change. Just be honest. And do it day by day. Work on it daily, you know. Mm -hmm. Set some goals for yourself, you know. In prayer, asking God to order your steps because you don't want to do something that uh, he's not saying to do. And, you know, he'll if, even if you don't necessarily hear him, like, audibly, put the scripture in so you can yeah. hear, recognize his voice. Because the Holy Spirit will bring things back to your remembrance. He will bring back those scriptures to you right when you need them yeah. at the time you need them. Definitely. But if you don't put it in, how are you going to recognize his voice? People say, well, what does God's voice sound like? It sounds like the word of God. It sounds like the scriptures that you read, but you got to ingest it in order for it to come back up. Yep. So I'll share this scripture with you in first Peter two and nine. It says, but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. That is ultimately what he's trying to do. Remove the, the mass, which is symbolic of darkness, and to, to welcome you, you know, into his wonderful light. He called you out of that. So no mass are required in this season when it comes to worshiping God and finding out what, what his truth is for your life. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Uh she blew me out the water with this. Oh my goodness. And I don't mind. Because uh this is her podcast. <laughs> so Well, you're welcome anytime. Thank you all for listening. We love you so much. <laughs> and uh Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to just share your word with people and we pray that you bless them. Pray that you bless them to just get a new sense of identity in you, Father God. Allow them to have a refreshing in their heart and their spirit and their mind. And we ask that you allow them to be able to to sense when their emotions and when their um, feelings need to be reevaluated, Father God. Allow us to be vulnerable in you and remove the mask that will try to stop the flow of your anointing, Father. We thank you. We give you all the glory, all the praise, and the honor. And until next time, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye.